0: What is up my fellow geeks, this is Eric from Geeks Crossing giving you another tearless episode. This time, I'm gonna be talking about everyone's favorite blue punching bag, Sonic the Hedgehog. In case you guys aren't aware, I have a habit of talking shit about Sonic once in a while, and can you blame me? Sonic has been nothing but a disappointment this last decade or so. Granted, I used to love Sonic a lot as a kid, but as time progressed, I started to lose my patience, considering most games they release range from mediocre, at best, to straight up horrible. Then I thought to myself, why not make this into a tier list episode and express my views? It was only a matter of time before I do a Sonic episode anyway. I'll be judging these games based on story, gameplay, and how they reflect the series in general. Once again, we have five categories to choose from. A tier meaning great, B tier meaning good, C tier meaning decent, D tier meaning bad, and F tier meaning horrible. That's right, Sonic games aren't worth being placed in an S tier category, at least in my opinion which is why I included an F tier instead. Yeah, we're going that far. Because there's a lot of Sonic games, I'm only covering the ones that are console exclusives, regardless if they're part of the main series or not. And this is all just my opinion, but I'm sure you guys are used to me saying that by now. So let's take a trip down Shady Lane, starting with... Sonic the Hedgehog. This was the first ever Sonic game, and what a simple time it was. A speedy hedgehog must stop this mad scientist named Dr. Eggman from turning animals into robots. Oh, sorry. Dr. Robotnik. You know what? Fuck formalities. I'm just gonna call him Eggman. Besides that, I honestly didn't think this game was any good. Seriously, the flaws are impossible to ignore. Aside from Green Hill Zone, every other level is annoying to go through, especially the Labyrinth Zone and Scrap Brain Zone. The enemy placement is unorthodox, and every fight against Eggman is dull and boring. And don't get me started on the special stages. They're so disorienting that I got headaches just by looking at them. Still, this was the first game, so not everything was going to be perfect. Nonetheless, I don't like playing this game. Starting off in D-Tier. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The sequel features the return of Eggman, and it's up to Sonic to stop him. This time, with help from his new life partner, I mean, best friend, Tails. I'll admit, this game was slightly better than the first one. Emphasis on slightly. The levels are still annoying, along with the special stages. The boss fights against Eggman still felt dull, and it gets even worse once you reach the final stage. Really, this feels like an updated version of Sonic 1, but with the spin dash and Super Sonic, doesn't help that Tails doesn't contribute much if not at all. Because this game doesn't offer a whole lot from Sonic 1, it's joining it in D tier. Sonic CD. This is probably my most hated game within the classic era if I'm being honest. Eggman is back again and takes control of this giant alien body called Little Planet. Besides stopping him of course, Sonic must also stop his robotic counterparts who kidnaps this female hedgehog, just because. One thing that gives this game recognition is the fact that they introduced Metal Sonic and Amy Rose, who will later be staple characters in the series. Despite that, I really don't like this game. Aside from the usual problems Sonic 1 and 2 had, what makes this game worse is time travel. It's such a pain in the ass to travel through the past and future of each stage, it's not even funny. And sometimes, it's mandatory to progress through the game. Again, the special stages suck, and those time stones quickly became irrelevant. Even the soundtrack is a hit or miss. I know the music is different depending on which version you're playing, but why couldn't it be consistent? Admittedly, the US soundtrack is creepy as fuck, especially when you hear ho before each boss fight. This game may be creative, but it's still a bad game. D-tier. Damn, that's three times in a row. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles. I decided to rank these next two games together because they're pretty much the same games. Eggman returns again and tricks Knuckles the Ekenda into stopping Sonic from collecting the Chaos Emeralds. Little did he know, he's planning to steal the almighty Master Emerald. This is where I started to loosen up on Classic Sonic. Right off the bat, you have the option to play as Sonic or Tails individually, and Knuckles once you beat the game. The levels are actually kind of fun, my favorites being Angel Island Zone and Carnival Night Zone, and the special stage where you collect those blue orbs was alright. Still has its problems though, and the Eggman fights have slightly improved. Sonic and Knuckles continues from Sonic 3, where the two title characters must stop Sonic from collecting the Super Emeralds. Despite feeling like the exact same game, the key difference is that they introduced Hyperforms, which so far only appeared in this game, although Hypersonic made me feel disoriented all the time. Overall, Sonic 3 and Knuckles felt like decent games, but their problems are gonna make me put them in C-Tier. Sonic the Fighters. Okay, it's not part of the main series, but it's a console game, so it counts. Eggman holds a fighting tournament with the Chaos Emeralds being the grand prize, prompting Sonic and the others to compete. As Sonic's first attempt at a fighting game, it's not that bad, believe it or not. Granted, it's one of the most awkward Sonic games out there, because this game features some of the most obscure-slash-forgotten characters. Granted, SBO became a staple later on, and Fang also appeared in one of the Game Gear games, I think. But those games don't apply here. Then you have characters like Bark and Bean, who literally faded away into obscurity after this game. Another thing to point out is this game has 8 Chaos Emeralds instead of 7. What? That shit never made sense to me as a kid, and it still doesn't. Alright, but what about the game itself? Surprisingly, it's not that bad. Don't get me wrong, it's not fantastic like Smash Bros. or Street Fighter, but it has a simple charm to it. I also find it hilarious how you can stomp on your opponent's foot and even bitch-slap them. Since every character has the same functions, it's hard for me to find a favorite. I guess Tails because you can drop opponents to their doom. Despite its obscurity, this game is relatively decent, so C-tier. Sonic R. Another game that isn't part of the main series, yet it's accessible on consoles. The story is pretty much the same thing as Sonic the Fighters, except Sonic and yours are racing each other instead of fighting. However, this game also features obscure characters like this random egg robo, Metal Knuckles, and the living embodiment of creepypasta, the tail stall. Other than that, I find the gameplay horrible. The controls are awful, the racetracks are a pain in the ass to go through, and every character feels unbalanced. A prime example is Supersonic having ridiculous speed, while Amy is ridiculously slow. And she's driving a fucking car, mind you. The only good thing I have to mention is the music. It's catchy, I'll give it that, yet it feels very out of place. Just be careful, you might sing to yourself, can you feel the sunshine or Supersonic racing without realizing? Still, this game is trash, and the first one to go into F tier. Sonic Adventure. Alright, now we're digging some well-known territory. This was the first 3D Sonic game to be part of the main series, and surprisingly, it started off well. An ancient creature named Chaos has been revived and is under Eggman's command, so Sonic and his friends must collect the Chaos Emeralds before they do. That's the story from a general standpoint, because this game has you play through six different stories. Though I feel like the stories of Sonic Tales and Knuckles actually matter. Amy and Gamma are kinda just there, and... Ugh... Big the Cat. No joke, I fucking hate this character, and his fishing levels can go to hell. That's partially the reason why I don't like replaying this game, but the rest of the game is good. I like most of the levels, especially Speed Highway, and each character does have their own playstyle, like Knuckles collecting the Master Emerald Shards, or shooting enemies in your way as Gamma, and the soundtrack is also iconic, but the levels can be glitchy at times, and I find it very distracting how the dialogue is different in the same scene, regardless of what story you're playing. Sonic Adventure may have problems, but it was the starting foundation for 3D Sonic in general. First game to go into B-Tier, Sonic Adventure 2. The quote-unquote, best 3D Sonic game. And honestly, I can see why. This game is very iconic within the Sonic fanbase. Eggman awakens the ultimate weapon to conquer Earth, provoking Sonic and his friends to take action. What I love is how this game divides the story into two sides. The hero side replays Sonic Tails, and Knuckles, and the dark side replays Shadow, Eggman, and Rouge. Unlike SA1, this game has a more conservative gameplay as some levels are meant for either speed, mecha fights, or treasure hunting. Sounds like a downgrade, but makes the gameplay more intuitive. City Escape is the best level in the game just for the music alone. Speaking of which, the game's entire soundtrack is pretty damn great. And I can't forget about the Chow Garden. Raising Chow and making them partake in minigames was time well spent. Yes, this feature technically debuted in SA1, but let's be real. When people think of the Chow Garden, it's always this game. The only complaints I can think of is the multiplayer section being somewhat dull, and how idiotic the characters are for mistaking Shadow for Sonic. <coughs> Amy. <coughs> Still, I like this game a lot. I wouldn't mind going back to it every now and then. This game has the honor of being the first game in A-tier. Sonic Heroes. Fun fact, this was the first Sonic game I played, and I have a lot of fond memories with it. Eggman once again is planning world domination, and it captures the attention of Sonic and his many allies. The reason I say many is because he plays four different teams in this game, Team Sonic, Team Dark, Team Rose, and the once forgotten Team Chaotic, but the gameplay is still the same, with each Eden having a character to represent speed, flight, and power, which made things feel a bit repetitive, except each level can feel different depending on which team you're playing as. Honestly, this game has some of my favorite levels in any Sonic game. This includes, but not limited to, Seaside Hill, Frog Forest, Egg Fleet, etc., and the soundtrack is honestly great. However, most people hate this game for its way too simple storytelling and how repetitive it gets. Sonic Heroes may be one of the most simplest Sonic games out there, but it's one I can see myself playing from time to time. A tier, Shadow the Hedgehog. Did you ever imagine a Sonic game with guns and swearing? Well, Shadow the Hedgehog makes that into reality. It's such a bad game, but promising at first. Shadow trying to reclaim his identity, but he's constantly conflicted by Sonic's friends and an alien space lord slash obvious villain, Black Doom. It's the execution that fails though. This game allows players to decide if Shadow is a hero or villain, depending on which missions you complete in each level. The problem is that this game has so many different endings that are obsolete, it's ridiculous. Seriously, one of those endings can reveal Shadow as an android this whole time, or a failed experiment, or why the J1 commander has a personal vendetta against him. But no, none of that shit matters once you get the true ending. Also, it's really hard to take this game seriously when you wield weapons in a Sonic game. The only good things I can think of are the soundtrack and memes. Alas, Shadow's solo game was not nearly as good as it hoped to be. Straight into D-Tier, Sonic Riders, another Sonic racing game that bombs sadly. Instead of using your feet or whatever, Sonic and yours have to use these special hoverboards called Extreme Gears, except nothing feels extreme about them. In this game, Eggman decides to hold an Extreme Gear competition in which Sonic of course enters, along with notorious treasure hunters, the Babylon Rogues. Real talk, I hate these characters. They're so annoying and very one-dimensional, especially Jen and Storm, which made the story painful to go through but what about the gameplay? Controlling those extreme gears felt very clunky, and constantly refilling them with air never felt like a chore in any other game i played. And these courses can go fuck themselves. That's right, I'm talking about you, Babylon Garden. Sonic Riders was very cringy and unbearable to play at times. F tier. Sonic the Hedgehog 2006, or Sonic 06 for short. It's no secret that this game is very infamous, not just for Sonic, but video games in general, so that means I'm going to shit on it, right? Actually, no. In a very bizarre way, I kinda like Sonic 06. I know, those words should never be used in the same sentence, but hear me out. Yes, the game's story is convoluted and introduced some of the worst characters in the Sonic fandom. (coughs) At least, (coughs) the gameplay is constantly plagued with all sorts of glitches, and the loading times. Oh god, I don't need to remind anyone of the loading times. However, I do appreciate what this game was trying to be, which was a spiritual successor to Sonic Adventure. Think about it. Hub worlds, different stories, and each character having their own style of gameplay. But for as shitty as this game was, the soundtrack is honestly one of the best soundtracks in any Sonic game. How ironic. Sonic 06 is still a bad game, yet I'm willing to ease up on it a bit. So C tier, what can I say? I'm a very complicated guy. Sonic and the Secret Rings. The first ever Sonic game on the Wii, and it sucked. Sonic is sent to the story of the Arabian Nights and must help this genie named Shara defeat this evil genie named Eraser Jin. Perfect blend of simple and weird. In terms of gameplay, it sucks. For some reason, the nunchuck is not compatible with this game, which means you're being forced to hold the Wii remote sideways the entire time. The amount of pain I had to endure just by moving Sonic around was uncalled for. Doesn't help that you can't backtrack or move any other way, which means if you miss something important, regardless of how far you are, you have to restart the level all over again. Are you fucking kidding me? It's moments like this that only fuels my hatred, and I hate the new characters. Shara was not that interesting, Tails, Eggman, and Knuckles are pretty much the same despite portraying book characters, and Eraser Jin is just an overall prick. One last thing to mention is that they played the theme song Seven Rings over and over and over again. Every time I heard that song replay, I want to throw my Wii out the window. God, this game was such a nightmare to play through. F tier. Sonic Riders Zero Gravity. Of course, Riders had to get a sequel. This time, it's not a complete shitstorm. Sonic and the Babylon Rogues are back at it again. Only this time, to try and discover the secrets of a treasure that controls gravity. I'll give the game credit for not making it a rehash, but it's something to write home about. Clearly, what saves this game for me was the gameplay. I know it's crazy because I just mentioned how horrible the gameplay was in the first one. The courses are more polished and better constructed, and controlling gravity as a means for breaking and gaining speed was kinda neat. Sadly, the courses still pull off some bullshit just as you're getting the hang of it, and continuously using gravity easily became repetitive. At least the soundtrack is nice to listen to, especially the menu theme. Overall, Zero Gravity was an improvement over the first Riders game, yeah I'm pointing it in C tier for its problems. Sonic Unleashed This game apparently helped Sonic out of his slump, but I digress. Thanks to another action caused by Eggman, Sonic and his new friend Chip must travel the world and restore Earth from these demonic creatures. What makes this game stand out is not much of the story, but the gameplay. On one hand, you have to play through these speedy levels during the daytime, but at nighttime, you have to go through melee-slash-beat-em-up levels as Sonic's werehog form. I never liked the idea of Sonic turning to a werewolf X creature doesn't help that the Warlock levels are so fucking slow and tedious, though I mostly enjoyed the daytime levels, even though they can be annoying at times, especially levels like Cool Edge and Jungle Joyride, but those two are nothing compared to Eggman Land. Seriously, fuck that level. Easily the worst in any Sonic game I've ever played. Still, people love this game, and I can see why. It's just for me, it's very problematic at times. C-tier. Sonic and the Black Knight. As if one storybook game was enough, we have another one. This time Sonic finds himself in Arthurian time where he must help this young wizard named Rolina stop the corrupted King Arthur. Oh yeah, he has to wield a sword that can talk for some reason. Yeah, Sonic wielding a sword sounds pretty fucking stupid. But has it work in terms of gameplay? About the same as secret rings, except this time you can use Nunchuck to move, so it’s not completely on par. Still, the levels and boss fights are way too short. Seriously, it takes less than two hours to beat this game, which is sad. I honestly didn't care about the story, even if they did add more of Sonic's friends to portray the characters, although the soundtrack is surprisingly great, which is now a staple for shitty Sonic games. This game was slightly better than Secret Rings, just not a whole lot. D tier. Sonic 4. This was Sega's attempt at recreating Sonic, and it failed big time. Sonic 4 is essentially a 3D remake to Sonic 1, right down from its structure and story. However, the gameplay is abysmal. Sonic feels awkward to control and every level is a hindrance. Even those disorienting special stages make a comeback too. Yay! I quickly gave up on this game. Until I got to Episode 2. Yes, Sonic 4 had a sequel called Episode 2, which features Tails and Metal Sonic. Pretty much a remake of Sonic 2, except Tails is somewhat useful. But that isn't enough to excuse this game for its awful level design and boss fights. This game was so bad that they canceled Episodes 3 and 4, which could have sucked anyway. The fact that they initially created all the problems from Sonic 1 and 2 in a modern setting is unforgivable, and it deserves to be in F tier. Sonic Colors. Finally, a good Sonic game for the Wii. Eggman opens up a theme park in our space using the power of aliens called Whips. Sonic and Tails must trek through the park and save the whips from Eggman. Very simple story, but it's not that bad. Besides, it's kinda refreshing to see Eggman as the main threat once again. The gameplay though is what I mostly enjoyed. All the levels have unique style and motif. My favorites being Starlight Carnival and Aquarium Park. And the whips were fun to utilize as well, especially Drill and Frenzy and I love the music too. However, the boss fights felt dull and repetitive. The fact that each level has six acts felt unnecessary, and I wish the story could be more complex instead of just being simplified. Nonetheless, Sonic Colors is still a solid game. I'll put it in B tier. Sonic Free Riders. The third and latest entry to the Sonic Riders series, and what a horrible game this was. Unlike the other games where you have to use a controller, this game is only playable with the Xbox Connect, meaning your whole body is the controller. In hindsight, it sounds cool, But in execution? Oh god. Everything about this game felt delayed. From basic jumping, moving around, even going through the menu. Yes, even the menu is a pain to navigate through. If going through the menu feels like a chore, then you know you're in some deep-ass trouble. And before I forget, the story is pretty much a Blue Lake version of Sonic Heroes. Enough said. No doubt this game is going in F tier. Sonic Generations, the last good Sonic game I played believe it or not. When time becomes corrupted, Sonic must team up with his past self to restore everything. What makes this game so iconic is that there are two different gameplay styles depending on which Sonic you're playing as. You can either partake in 2D side scrolls as classic Sonic, or boost through 3D levels as modern Sonic. I thought that was fucking cool, but not as cool as seeing my favorite levels from past Sonic games redesigned in a modern setting, like Green Hill Zone, City Escape, and even Seaside Hill, and hearing their remixes was a pleasure to my ears. The only complaint is that I wish Sonic's friends were more involved. Yeah, they get kidnapped and appear in some missions, but they're just kinda there for the most part. Regardless, Sonic Generations did its jobs well by celebrating 20 years of Sonic, and it was the last game to give me any sort of satisfaction, so it goes into A tier. Sonic Lost World. With Sonic Generations being so successful, how does Sega continue on from there? By ripping off Mario Galaxy, of course. No joke, I hate this game and its story. Sonic and Eggman are forced to team up to stop this alien group called the Deadly Six, who are draining the world's life energy. Not only do they pretend that this is the first time Sonic and Eggman team up, but the Deadly Six are so fucking pathetic and I hate how they force this little stupid tension between Sonic and Tails. Also, the Lost Hex, which is the game setting, they never explain where this thing came from other than it just appearing right the hell out of nowhere. Even the levels are so unbearable to play with the rotating angles and gimmicks. Oh yeah, the whips are back too. Because, reasons? Compared to what Generations had, this is an insult to me. F-Tier. Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric. Yeah, I'm not wasting any time. F-Tier. Sonic Mania. To celebrate 25 years of Sonic, Sega surprised us all by giving us a game that pays homage to the classic era. Given how much I dislike classic Sonic, I was a bit iffy with it. But everyone kept saying how great it was, so I had to get the game for myself. And yeah, this game is actually pretty good. Sonic, Tails and Knuckles must stop Eggman and his league of mechs from obtaining a strange jewel called the Phantom Ruby. The game developers went above and beyond to recreate the classic style, only it's better than ever before. I love the soundtrack and all the easter eggs from past titles, however, it's a classic Sonic game so of course there's gonna be a bunch of bullshit moments like cheap enemy placements and those goddamn special stages. Even though I'm still indifferent towards Classic Sonic, this game does deserve all the praise it's given. B tier. Sonic Forces. The Classic era was treated great for the 25th anniversary, so you would think that the Modern era would be given the same treatment. No, it doesn't. Sonic Forces had the potential to be a great game, but it was so awful. Eggman has finally taken over the world, and it's up to Sonic, Classic Sonic, and your avatar to rise up and fight. Yes, I said Avatar, because in this game, you can create your own original character, which kinda works to an extent. They tried making the story more edgy and dark, but felt very awkward, lackluster, and dare I say, forced. Even the main villain, Infamint, was disappointing. What's worse is that they advertised him as a huge threat, when in reality, he wasn't. Also, Classic Sonic really doesn't have any purpose besides promoting Sonic Mania. Okay, the story's a shitstorm. What about the gameplay itself? Classic Sonic has horrible gameplay compared to Generations, Modern Sonic received a downgrade as well, and the Avatar gameplay tries to be unique by using weapons from the power of the whips, except that got boring fast. The levels where you're too short or not fleshed out enough. Again, kind of a staple at this point. However, the soundtrack is the only good thing that this game has, and I'm sure we can all agree on that. This game is a perfect example for when you overhype something. For that, D tier. Team Sonic Racing. Finishing up this tier list, we have Team Sonic Racing, the most recent game, not gonna lie, I was not hyped at all for this game. Not just because of my newfound disrespect towards Sonic, but this game looked like a watered down version of Sega All-Stars Racing, and it felt like it too. The story is very bare the another Blue Lake version of Sonic Heroes just with racing, and a very weak plot twist. Still, this game's not entirely bad, the controls are good, and each racetrack is a level from a previous Sonic game, and I do like the special moves each character can pull off, especially when you hear the respective themes playing in the background. Despite being a decent racing game, it's really nothing to fuss about. This game goes into C tier. Alright, it's time to recap. A tier. Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Heroes, and Sonic Generations. B tier. Sonic Adventure, Sonic Colors, and Sonic Mania. C tier. Sonic 3 & Knuckles, Sonic the Fighters, Sonic 06, Sonic Riders Zero Gravity, Sonic Unleashed, and Team Sonic Racing. D tier. Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic CD, Shadow the Hedgehog, Sonic and the Black Knight, and Sonic Forces. F tier. Sonic R, Sonic Riders, Sonic and the Secret Rings, Sonic 4, Sonic Free Riders, Sonic Lost World, and Sonic Boom Rise Lyric. As you can hear, I have very low views towards Sonic, and I don't mean to hate on these games. In fact, I used to love most of these games as a kid, even the ones in D and F tier. But as I got older, I became more aware of their problems, which affected my views overall. Hell, some of you might still love these games despite their flaws, and that's completely fine. It's just for me personally, I can't stand them. Who knows, maybe the next time game will actually be good, and I can take back everything I said. Nah, I wouldn't count on it. Anyway, thank you for listening to another Geeks Crossing podcast. How would you rank these games? Tell us in our Discord server, and follow our Instagram page, at Geeks Crossing. Both links will be in the description, as always. Thanks again, and take care, everyone.